Yo, yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Rule of Two. We're here with Mark Fernandez, of course, as usual, and we're going to talk about some pretty fun stuff today. I hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all having a fun day so far. So, Mark, what's going on, man? What's up, buddy? How are good. you? How's everybody out there in... Uh... What what does F stand for, dude? Okay, School so me. F is like a. Basically, this dude died in Call of Duty in the campaign, and uh, his funeral was taking place. And then you go walk up to the casket, and the screen says, uh, "Press F to pay respects." Yeah. Oh, but dope. it can also it can al dope. it can also mean what it can also mean fail. <laughs> so, yeah, you it never also know. Mean fail. All right. Cool. Am I good on the yeah, screen you're good. there? You're kind of dark. I'm kind of dark. All right, hold on. The I can fix that. Surround the you. darkness is strong. Um, so what's up, man? What so are we, we talking about today? To talk what's about? good, One man? One of the things is the allegedly rumored Ahsoka Tano show that's in development at Lucasfilm. Now, let me reiterate here: there are no confirmed sources. Nothing. These are just. I don't even know where this came from, but I just see all these different news outlets on the internet covering this and they say that there is some source from some website i got it up here and we can talk about it a little bit according to ace scooper daniel rpk lucasfilm is reportedly developing a series that will focus on ahsoka tunnel for disney plus um then they go on to say you know i don't think this is going to be a surprise or anything we don't know anything else other than the fact that dave filoni is supposedly going to be uh helming this project which would be of course the right decision uh, they also go to say there's also a chance that this could be the female-led Star Wars series that's currently being developed by Russian doll showrunner Leslie Headland. There were no details on the plot to share mm, for that's that. Interesting. So, that's really interesting. That yeah, actually would be really cool. That could make sense. Because like I said, that show, Russian Dolls, or Russian Doll, yeah. it's, an, it's an awesome show. Yeah. It's a really, really awesome show. I haven't seen and, it. And it makes sense that this female-led uh, or this female-centric show could be the show of Ahsoka Tano. That actually would be music to my ears. But I somehow thought that that same announcement also said that the show would deal with characters that are not in the current universe or something. Right. So new ones. Right? Didn't it say something like that, too? I didn't read that, but... I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, they can't keep using the same old characters. Yeah, but Ahsoka Tano is far from the same old character, I think. I think that that would be awesome. No, but I mean, like, if they use Ahsoka, they can't use the same characters from the Clone Wars and all that. They're going to have to bring new people in there for sure. And right. the thing is that apparently it's going to be live action, which is pretty cool. And I guess maybe Dave Filoni was kind of getting his training in for The Mandalorian, because if you did you watch the third episode for uh, Disney Gallery Mando? Um, so I've only out. I've only like pinpointed very specific moments that I've okay. watched out of that. Okay. Like I'm fascinated with that technology that they have, the LED virtual screen, like like you know. And I'll say this because this is the rule of two army. This is like family. Definitely. And I drop yeah. I drop stuff on here that I don't tell anybody else. Yeah, yeah. But I'm building out uh, my own studio like that, you know, so I can make my own productions and do my own like movies and maybe even be able to do a bunch of fan films with you. You know, you and I have talked about that. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, so I've watched a lot of that stuff uh, when they deal with that technology. And of course I've seen all the stuff about Dave Filoni and his amazing insights into Duel of the Fates, which I thought was just mind blowingly cool. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I haven't really dug into it too much. 
No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, but it, it's pretty interesting. It basically just goes over like behind the scenes stuff with the actors, the producers, people behind the set, uh, behind the camera. And it's cool because it gives you an insight into Dave Filoni as he embarks on this live action type of directing. And I think it's kind of like a precursor to him working on something bigger even, which would be the Ahsoka show, which if if the rumors are true, that'd be really cool. I couldn't see that going wrong. I think it would be really an interesting perspective to get that in live action, especially in a show centered all around her. I just hope it's not going to be like the rumored Obi-Wan show, which they change the scripts on that they're it won't show her at the end of the the freaking season, right, you know? Right, which which I have pretty good sources on that, that the Obi-Wan show was pretty much no Obi-Wan until the last episode, um, and that they actually stopped the production to change that. Good. I'm really <laughs> Can you imagine? That. No, I can't. I'm pretty sure fans would be at like, their last straw, man. That would be it. Like, that would be it. Like, enough with the bait and switch, brothers. Yeah. No more, no more, no more clickbait, baby. No more clickbait, baby. No more. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, no man. more. Yeah, dude. So anyway, uh, it's good to be back with the Rule of Two Army here. What up, fam? How you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good, man. Did, did you uh, did you game out a lot this weekend? Darth Zenith, uh, I didn't I didn't read your super chat because you retracted it. What would you say? You said something about some something. Uh, yeah, man, it was good. Game until like 5:30 in the morning, playing some GTA. Nice, nice. Yeah, we'll do that again tonight. Um, what's, a lot of memories for me. What's this new thing going on about the Empire Strikes Back? Oh, Jeez. yeah, man. This is mind-blowing. This is mind-blowing. And um, I sent you an article that we did on Collider about it. Um, but today on StarWars.com, there was this really interesting little article that came out, a little tidbit of knowledge that, uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're almost at the 40-year, or we are at the 40-year anniversary Damn, has it been that long, dude? Yeah, the forty born. year, the forty year anniversary. Oh, look, Thrall Stormbringer. Somebody knows my SWG name. What up, Nick? That's funny. That's um, yeah, we're at the um, the forty year anniversary of Empire Strikes Back, right? And I thought that nothing could 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 like teach me anything new about Empire, but today some really interesting stuff came out that when the movie was first released in theaters in nineteen eighty. It was actually released in 70 millimeter for three weeks. And George, being the ultimate genius tinkerer that he is, actually watched the movie and at the end of the film felt that it wasn't clear where all the characters were when the movie ended. So he actually, here in Hollywood, um, in the Valley, called in uh, the folk uh, who runs ILM uh, Joe Johnston, who eventually became a filmmaker in his own right, and some other folks brought them all together and reshot three brand new scenes that are the current ending of Empire Strikes Back. So after, so if you saw Empire the first three weeks it came out, and then you saw it the subsequent uh, weeks, it was a com it, the ending was completely different. Do we have and anyone I in here in the comments uh, watching right now who saw Empire in theaters? In the first two weeks that it came out, ever is any if if you're here, type one right now and let us know if you can confirm that the ending was changed, and what yeah, was it? I never knew about that. I never knew that the ending of that. Empire was changed. You know, I, I mean, know obviously that. we all know about the the special edition modifications and tweaks that have happened to the films 
um, throughout throughout time. But mm. for George, and it was the first time George made a change to the movie, right? If this is true, which I think it is, because it was reported on 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 on, on uh, Star Wars, and then Collider picked up the story, um, is that the last scene was changed. There was three new shots added to the end. That is the ending that we all know and love. We got a few ones here. A lot of you have actually been there. That's really cool. Uh, so did you notice anything? You notice anything different, guys? But you guys saw the movie when it first came out in the 70 millimeter print. I'm excited to know what the ending actually was, what the original one. Yeah, the article doesn't really make... Uh, it, like, I don't think it's too clear what the original uh, ending was, and no. I don't know the answer to that. You well, know? I guess this but, just got dwindled out with time, right? Because I guess no one really... Obviously, no one had phones back then, really, but... Um, what, no one, no one comments about this today? I mean, I feel like maybe it's not that big of an ending, or that different of an ending. Um... Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But um, the story's out there. You can go to Collider.com um, and check it out the story. It ends with Vader saying no. <laughs> no! Very out of topic and probably even almost out of Star Wars topic, but honest and but honest and on the space pirate Captain Harlock. Could he possibly fit in for a Star Wars story? I have no clue who that is. I have no idea who that is. I, I know no I'm going to get shit is. for it. Oh, excuse me, crap for it, Space but I don't know Pirate who that Captain is. Captain Harlock. I don't know. Hello there, what about What about Dash Rendar? Are we going to get a Dash Rendar uh, in the what movies a, ever? What about a Kyle Katarn? Oh, dude, Kyle Katarn, that was my dude, bro. Kyle Katarn it might be my second favorite character after Anakin Skywalker. He's like an Obi-Wan, kind of. Because Kyle Katarn, like... That was me, man. I was Kyle Katarn, you know? He's uh, very... I... Ah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's not really like Obi-Wan, I guess, but... I mean, he's more like Han Solo turning into a Jedi. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, which I think is pretty cool. Which I think is pretty cool. If you guys don't know who we're referring to, uh, I'm sure you all do, but um, he's the main character of Jedi, of Jedi Academy, or Jedi yeah. Knight, I'm Jedi sorry. Knight. And... Um, I think there's like a remastered version of Jedi Knight for the PS4 that just came out. I don't really think it's all that remastered. No? No, I don't think so. I would have been, been on th that, man. But yeah, it just looks the same. Yeah, I'm thinking about maybe playing it. it. I'm thinking about playing it. But um, yeah, if it's not remastered, it's just I the same. I got it for the Switch, and it, it's I think it's the same thing, dude. Same game, no graphic update? I don't think. I think maybe it's a little bit smoother, but it's not really that much different. Do you think Ahsoka deserves her own show? Yeah, 100%, man. Dude, season 7 was pretty much her own show after episode, what, 6 or something? It was all about her. It was cool. I Zach, think thanks that, for being a member. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Ahsoka probably deserves her own show more than any other character in Star Wars canon that isn't the core characters. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, if I was running Star Wars and everybody's going to say, oh, you know, thank God you're not running Star Wars. But if I was running Star Wars, I would just focus on Vader. I think Vader is the number one way to bring that franchise back, uh, to make money off that franchise. Vader is literally everybody's favorite 
uh, anti-hero. Like yeah. he is, he is at the level of Spider-Man and Superman and Batman. Darth Vader is the most interesting anti-hero ever created for entertainment media, in my opinion. Yeah. And he's completely underutilized by Disney. Um, Rogue One, you watch Rogue One. Yeah, it's a cool movie. Everybody only talks about those last five minutes. Yeah. Like, those last five minutes are why it's a cool movie, in my opinion. The movie's all right. It's fine. And and you know I love Krennic. I think Captain Krennic is an incredible character. Director but, Krennic is the best. He's, he's, yeah. he's definitely one of the best additions, one of the newest additions that they've made. Yeah, really Krennic like. is awesome. I mean, I quote Krennic like he's – I quote Krennic all the time. I mean, he is awesome, um, you know, but um, – Darth Vader is the man, you know? So that's what I would focus everything on. But if you're not going to focus on that, I think Ahsoka Tano is an interesting one because A, she's a Jedi, so she's strong in the Force. B, she's a really interesting character. I just hope they're consistent with what she's like and don't try to change her too much. Um, and, you know, C, she's connected to Anakin Skywalker in the deepest of ways. So yeah. we're, now we're able to potentially explore that storyline. Yeah. I, I think, you know, well, I think they have this philosophy that, that if they show too much Vader, then it just gets boring, but I disagree, but then again, it's me. We here at our prequel memes request help on defeating ROT memes from the Rotten Tomatoes Summer Move Contest to secure victory of Revenge of the Sith. All right, boys, you know what to do. Go to our prequel memes and show them your love. Execute well, what, order 66. I don't even know. What, but, uh, what happened? Prequel memes. I love prequel memes. But I what love happened? prequel memes, too. They got my support. Um, I don't know. Defeating Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, de 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 defeating the original trilogy memes. Okay, so prequel memes versus trilogy. Okay, all right. Prequel versus OT. It's just a contest, man. It's just a fun contest. I yeah. love the OT, but I got to say, yeah, prequels are they're my boy. Hey, three, been a fan watching your videos for a couple of years, but just came a member during the last episode of The Rule of Two. May the Force be with you. Hey, thanks, Brock. That's really nice of you, dude. I appreciate that. So, did you? when did you see Empire Strikes Back? So, I saw Empire Strikes Back on television for the first time. Okay. okay. I lived in uh, Venezuela when I was growing up, uh, which is a country, obviously, in South America. And... Um, a friend of mine, uh, his name was Armando, um, was American or was uh, was Venezuelan also, but had lived in America, and he came back to Venezuela with um, two VHSs, uh, one of Star Wars and one of Empire Strikes Back. So it was already by the time that it, it was had come out on VHS. Oh, okay. And uh, it, they were in English, okay, and I didn't speak English growing up. So the first time I watched Star Wars and Empire, it was the same day. I'll never forget it. It was the same day in Caracas, Venezuela, and I watched Emp uh, Star Wars and Empire the same day. It was like a binge type of situation. I thought it was incredible, but I had, but I didn't speak um, uh, English really yeah. all that well, yeah. and they were in English, you know. But I, I, you know, I got the story, and it's like in film school. They teach us it's probably the most important thing I ever learned in film school. If you can't turn the volume off on your movie and still know exactly what's going on, you're making a shitty movie. Yeah. You know, bottom yeah. line. Yeah. You know, that that to me is probably the most important lesson I ever learned 
in film school. Yeah. Um, and then in 1983, I moved uh, to the U.S. Um, and I I got to see uh, Return of the Jedi in the theaters. I still didn't really speak great English, but I knew English a little bit better. So Return of the Jedi is really the first mo Star Wars movie that I saw in the theaters. Yeah. And then, of course, after that, I just kept watching them over and over and over and over and over again on uh, VHS, you know? Yeah. Did you see Return of the... You didn't see Return of the Jedi in theaters then? So which was the first Star Wars movie you saw in theaters? Return of the Jedi. Okay. Return of the Jedi was the first one I saw in theaters. You know? How about you? Phantom? Well, Phantom Menace, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the first one I ever saw. And I remember being, like, obsessed with Maul. But well, I was nine years old when Phantom Menace came out. So you were... I saw the the originals on VHS first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still think I have my original VHS copies, like, un, unaltered. But to be honest with you, I'm, like, one of those guys that likes the newer versions of them, you know? Like... Like, I think it's better that Ian McDermott is in Empire Strikes Back as the Emperor. Yeah, dude, you know? and also I like Hayden's Ghost. I love uh, Hayden's Ghost is my favorite part. I remember the uh, first time I saw that, after seeing all the originals and all that, I I, I teared up, man. I was like a little kid. I don't know, what, what was I, like 12 or 13? It was amazing. It was so cool because it really intertwined everything together. I'm like, this is my favorite character. And now he's 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 back. He's alive. And I, I, I remember just sitting there. It was such a big moment. And I'm like, What? He's there, and that's the kind of thing is, like, we don't really, I haven't felt that way about, well, we're not going to go there. Um, what, what, you, <laughs> was, it, was it too depressing or something? Uh, or? No, I, no, I just don't want to you know, rehash old stuff. I haven't felt that way about the new stuff. Because, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right. but I feel like, you know, if they did that, if they showed, you know, the ghosts of the prequel trilogy characters, like, that would have been really cool. But I still felt that way somewhat when I heard the voices, at least. I I think I've talked to you about this before. And, and you know what? I will talk about the sequels a little bit. Um, you know what my favorite single shot? It's close, but in the, in the sequels. Let me ask you this first, and then I'll tell you mine. What's your favorite moment, scene, shot in all of the sequels? Sequels? Yeah. Um... Uh... Don't think about it too long. Yeah, dude, I. Oh come on. What's that? What's that number one shot that you get in the sequels? Like every time you think about the sequels, that one shot that like is your anchor that makes you actually like enter it from a positive place, from a good place. Nothing. Well, <laughs> you're coming up blank. Yeah, I don't know Come when on, I think dude. of uh, putting me on the spot, man. I don't know. Um, okay, fine. I, I'll tell you mine. I'm I'll not tell trying you mine to be a jerk. I'm just I'm I'm really trying to think like what is a moment in the sequels that I've really really enjoyed. Um, okay, it's one that I literally never think about, but it's a cool moment. I remember seeing it in the trailer was when Kylo uh, came out of the the water of the Death Star with his the the Antichrist of his saber and it was flipped upside down. Or the not the Antichrist, the 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 cross, 
Yeah, so yeah, see, yeah. Like he was the whatever the I don't know if that was like a biblical reference reference that JJ yeah, was that, making. Yeah, that's or... fair from from Rise of Skywalker, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so I thought that was cool. So for me, it's and maybe I'll tell you mine and then you can think about if there's another one, okay? But for me, the shot that I love the most probably is, you know, look how old you've become. You know, okay. like yeah. that moment I thought. When I first saw that, I was like, "Oh boy, we're in for it." You know, yeah, this is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be a buckle up because it's gonna yeah, be yeah, a yeah. bumpy ride. You yeah. know, like I was like, "Yeah, dude, this is gonna yeah. be awesome." Yeah. You know, I, the first time I saw The Force Awakens, I really didn't like it, and then it grew on me. But but the first couple scenes in The Force Awakens were, were really amazing, good. dude. Okay, yeah. all right. So if we're gonna pick one, then I guess when Kylo froze the blaster bolt. Okay, that's awesome too, right? All like, right. yeah, that one sticks yeah, out. For me, it's look how old you've become. Yeah. But then the visually, the one that gives me the feels the hardest is right after that. There's a scene of BB-8 kind of escaping, and it gets really quiet. And they shoot it day for night, which means that it's really shining the daytime, but the colors are so skewed, so it looks like nighttime. It makes the blue sky really saturated. Cool. And BB-8's going over that little sand dune, and you oh, see that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that little alien pop up and look yeah. around, you know? Like yeah. to me, I'm like, damn, that's Star Wars, man. Like yeah. I was there, you know, yeah. I was there for it. And then whatever, the rest of the movie happens and things start falling down from there, in my opinion. But um like even the sequels have some have some moments, you know, they where do. you're like You know what? Even though I really didn't like the scene, it was a it it was shot in a beautiful way. It was in the last Jedi when Luke was was looking at the twin sons. When 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 he's going through the constipation, it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, when, he had this... when he looks, when he opens his eyes and looks at the twin <laughs> sons, and he's like tearing up or whatever. When we get the the music, the yeah, John Williams yeah. theme, even uh, though you yeah. know that stupid ending is gonna happen, it, it was still, it was still emotional for sure. Yeah, because it reminds you a... reminds you of a new hope. Um, the the chat. If you throw up uh, throw up some of your favorite moments in the sequels, um, but because um, there are some moments, you know, um, I think um, I also really like. And this again is in the beginning of the film. I thought the first act of that film is amazing. I I I really like Finn, you know, and I thought Finn did such a great job with the humor. And it's like you know, especially when him and Poe first meet up, it's like, oh, we're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you need cool somebody friendship. to catch you out of here. You know, yeah. like, like all those things were cool. You know, yeah. like, I know what you it mean. was, yeah. it was building up some really fun stuff, and then whatever. You know, yeah. to me, actually, I think I've talked about this on the show before. I know I talked about it on Rule of Two for years, but for me, when Han Solo shows up, is when things start going sideways. What? Yeah. Really? Because it, it makes no sense why he's there. Like, how the hell is he there all of a sudden? You know, it's like out of all the spaceships, like all the start, like, well, like he how? Because it. it turned on. He tracked it. He tracked the Millennium Falcon. He tracked it. I mean, but so yeah. he was like, so he was in that planet. It just seems like. No, no. They, so, so once they turned it on and they got out of there into space, he tracked their ship. He tracked his old ship because he had he's always he's got a tracker on. So obviously something popped up and it was like doo -doo 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 -doo, or whatever and he tracked it. Hold on, but the ship 
and correct me if I'm wrong, dude, okay? And I know the chat's going to go nuts here. The ship leaves Jakku, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It leaves Jakku. Yeah. And then seconds later, it gets tractored. Yeah, so they jump into hyperspace or something. (laughs) Okay, okay. It just seems convenient. It seems extremely convenient. Definitely, but but don't you think, like, all right, let's say, so, so the chat knows about should we talk about something something you really like some let's say a vehicle you really like you're very close to yeah uh, let's say someone steals it and you've got a tracker on it that whenever someone starts the jack. engine you got a low jack on it yeah so yeah so whenever the engine starts you get a gps of where it is you're gonna go yeah. to that thing right yeah yeah come on yeah so they, they did that too yeah. it is convenient but i know what you mean it's... That that entire movie was very convenient, but um, I uh, look. I think it's the best of the sequels. I think bottom line, it's the best of the sequels. Yeah, I agree. You know what bugs me though is that we never got to see all of the lightsaber fights. weren't really, at least in the originals and the um, the sequels, weren't really the two main characters trying to kill each other. Well, one was, and the other one was too powerful. Vader was more powerful than Luke, and he was always just trying to toy with him and test him. And then Kylo was always just testing Rey. Except for the time when he actually beat her, which she blindsided him when Leia, you know, died or whatever. And he's just, like, standing there for, like, ten minutes, and she's like, well, you're going to die now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like all the fights weren't really, like, these crazy all-out fights that we saw in the prequels was like right. like Dooku and and Obi Wan and Anakin or like Dooku and Yoda even you know even though Yoda wasn't trying to really kill him Dooku was at least and uh, which I guess kind of negates my point there but you know what I mean like no, yeah, Anakin they, like 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 point. Anakin Obi Wan Obi Wan Qui Gon Maul like they're not fighting to yeah. test each other they're fighting for a purpose they're, they're fighting, fighting to win for, for destiny yeah for destiny the duel of the fates. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, which we now know is the fate of that which was so cool. And it's like all of these fights were so pivotal and they were all out versus the other ones I feel like were for a test. Which I get for the story, but it kind the, of look, takes away the, the only, intensity. And I know you and I have slightly different opinions on this. Um I love the fan made uh scene thirty six, um New Hope. Thirty eight, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, thing. And I'll watch that like once every few months, you know, because that fight to me means a lot. You know, the like that fight of Obi-Wan letting Vader kill him so that he can fulfill. Oh, dude, this is so crazy because Obi-Wan lives to some degree with the regret that he wasn't able to be the father figure for Anakin um, in life, you know? Yeah. He was he was a brother, not a father. Right. You know? What happens to Obi-Wan when he's in isolation? He continues his teachings with Qui-Gon. We don't know exactly what happens, right? Because it's never been put on screen. But Qui-Gon, we do know Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon actually never talks to him until just before a new hope. In well, we book, don't know that for sure. We don't we know do. that for in, sure. In canon, yeah. Yeah. From the book, from a certain point of view, yeah, Qui-Gon for the first time will materialize to Obi-Wan pretty much before A New Hope takes place. Sure, but would you admit that if they were to make an Obi-Wan film or a, or, a, or, a, or a TV show or whatever, they have the ability to 
retcon that. They don't oh, have yeah, to yeah, stick of course. to that. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. so like, it's just like you know what uh, George Lucas said it perfectly back in the old days. He was like, the movies are a first-hand account of what's going on. The books and the comics and the video games and all of this stuff are legends. And he 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 and he said like 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 most myths, there's truth in it, but the story has somehow lost a little bit of its first person quality. You know, that, the, that's how said the books are legends, even the novelizations. Um, he didn't use Doesn't like, he sign a, off on those. There's an a, there's an incredible article in uh, Lucasfilm magazine back in the old days where George Lucas and you guys should Google it where George Lucas talks exactly about the philosophy of the movies versus everything else. And it wasn't like like the way that we look at canon now, where it's like, this is canon and this isn't, you know, this yeah. is legend. It was like, this is a firsthand account and this other stuff are stories that are told. And yes, some of them have truth in them, but we don't really know where the truth starts and the truth ends. We just know that there's truth in them. You know, that's how he looked at it because he didn't have a distinction of canon and legends. Everything was canon. It was just, it's just the movies were a firsthand account and everything else were stories told throughout the galaxies. I think he might've actually used the word legends and maybe that's where it comes from. Um, hmm. But my point is, is that we've never had a firsthand account of what Obi-Wan went through. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, and if Obi Wan now has this moment where he learns through Qui Gon, whether it took a day or a year, of how to be a better father figure, maybe not to Anakin, but that he could fulfill that 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 regret by being the father figure to Luke, then that moment where he fights Vader, and he takes his death, he's not really he's not. He's not so much admitting failure or, or death to, to Anakin. By letting Anakin kill him, it allows him to actually be the father to Luke that he could never be to Anakin. Wow. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Damn, that Dave Filoni guy. He really did illuminate us on a lot of shit. He did, yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, um, he knows his stuff. Yeah, it's really it's. Really I, could, I could listen to him talk, man, all day, just... You know, I've never met him. I don't know if I'll ever meet these guys. You know, I've never met him. I've never. But it'd met be him. cool, and at least it's it, it's 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 you know it's humbling to be able to see them from afar. You know, on screen. And that that's that's great. You know, and like see their work. You know. Yeah, yeah. And how passionate they are for it, and and um, sure, at the end of the day, you know, they all get paid and all this stuff. But you can do it with a sense of pride and passion and enjoyment. Versus just, you know, doing it for a paycheck. And I think Dave Filoni is one of those people that really works because he loves what he does. He really, really enjoys it. It, it's, it, it is what wakes him up in the morning, you know, and puts a spring in his step. So we got a lot of yes. Super Jets here we got to go over before we... And we can get to some of them now, and then we'll continue. Yeah, we got to do. First of all, we got plenty of time. We're only 30 minutes in, man. This is just getting started, you yeah, know? Dude. Like, th yeah. throw your questions up there. What do you want to talk about? Guys, let us know. Help me, um, help me convince this guy to come play Star Wars Galaxies with me. I've been having a blast. What are you talking about? I tried downloading it. It didn't work. I've been, I've been having a blast over. playing Star Wars Galaxies. 
we'll try again, dude. We're, we'll try again. Um, I meant to say honest opinion on Captain Harlock. I still don't know who that is, uh, man. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know who that is either. Yeah. You with the CIS or Gar? I'm Gar. Oh, actually, somebody just reminded me. Last week, we, we talked about actors uh, that are playing characters. We got a few cool ones. Um, but I think my favorite one, not to blow anything up or anything, but I think my favorite one actually comes from a cast member of your Vader fan film who played uh, Padme. Oh, yeah. Cat uh, LaSalle. You know, Amidala. She's amazing. Um, who did, she drew a really beautiful uh, colored pencil uh, drawing yeah, I'm gonna bring it of up. Benedict Cumberbatch as, um, as, uh, as Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. And I thought she did an amazing job of really capturing both characters in that pencil drawing. I was blown away by how cool yeah. uh, she did that. Um, me, I, me... I'm not sure what her name is. I, I think uh, on social, her name is Castal or, or something Cat, like that. It's it's uh, Cat LaSalle 2. There you go. Let me get a scroll. Check that out. That's crazy. Like that looks legit. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Kat. Go give her a follow. Tell her we sent you. There's her there's her info right there. And uh, she might have a part in episode two as well. What? Revan? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull up my emails, actually. Let's see here. Told you to come to this mark. All right, let's see. Says my mic is not working. Can you not hear me? I can hear you. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. People, I think people like to troll. There are a lot of trolls in the world. I've come to learn. Says Mark is really quiet. Let me boost my yo yo test. Maybe that'll help a little bit. I got a brand new mic, a hot little mic. I got a new camera coming in too. Mark is silent. Mark, oh, you muted me. No, dude, <laughs> you're fine. You're coming through, man. They're they're. That makes no sense. You're fine, dude. All right, all right. Mods, mod. It's the same guy. I just realized. I think it's the same guy saying it. Oh God. Okay, here we go. No, well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm showing them the. If you look on the screen, I'm showing them the, the different works. That have been done. Yeah. So that one is by Frankie. And then here we got Rishi Kumar. 
made this. Looks pretty good. Then we got Chase Hervey. We got the cast right there. This is cool, dude. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it does. There we go. Yeah, man. They look good. Oh, wow. We've got a Photoshopped one, too. This by Andrew Bachelor. That looks legit. Dave Beal, but he didn't say anything. He didn't send anything. You guys are some really good artists. What the hell? Where have you been all my life? Yeah, this one's by uh, Chris Gillian. Gillian? Gillian? You guys are all for the Cumberbatch Thrawn. Wait, Alessio. Mika Millard. Okay, I will. Yeah, these are all really nice. These are really good. Oh, these are crazy. These are crazy. I'm booted. I feel like I feel like we're playing COD and you booted me out of the game. There we go. There we go. Now they can hear you. Yo. That's pretty cool, man. Rise. You're some very good artists. I gotta I gotta hire some of you guys. This is crazy. Oh dude, that Darth Bane uh Tom Hardy looks awesome. Yeah, it looks Go good. back to that. I could see that. Ramcota. I could see that, dude. Yondu. That's cool. That one's by Jack Fleet. Then we got a few more left. Colvin Asher. Some nice detail. Miklos. Oh, once again. Dude, yeah. Looks good, man. Oh, wow, we have a lot more in mind. <laughs> okay, well, th th those were some of them. I'm not going to go through all of them because I feel like it's going to be way too many unless you guys want me to. But. Just post them. Yeah, I can just, just post, post them, man. Post, post them on the website. Yeah, okay, I can post them on the website. Yeah. If I could give them to you, you can post them on Collider. Cool. Well, that was it for this rule of two, guys. Thanks for. <laughs> Yo, put me back on the screen, dude. <laughs> you are. What do you mean? No, no. Am I? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Now I'm back. It's treason.
Rise. My boy. Yo, is that Tom Hardy? Yeah. What's your wallpaper? Uh, that's my wallpaper. Hold up. It is a concept from episode two. So, um... You probably can't see all that. Hang on. So, look, I think, uh... I think, um, a lot of people are asking, uh, you posted, you posted two screenshots of the Vader fan film, two concept art shots. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those? Um, yeah, so I've been waiting to make, like, a, a standalone video about the Vader fan film, which I will. Um, been saying that for a few months now, but... Those are basically just cinematics that we've been working on for two years now. Um, the first year was a complete write-off. Um, the second year now that we're entering is going very well. And um, I've got a new VFX team, and they're doing a really good job. And this is basically an idea that I had to have take place right before Vader shows up in the film. So when the hole was blown open... How did the boys do that? How did the clones do that? What did they find in the hole? What's going on in the hole um, pretty much before Vader shows up? And then it'll tie into that scene there. So um, I just like to show the point of view of the clones and what is happening in the hole in the catacombs with, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I mean, um, it looks really sharp, dude. It looks really sharp, and I don't know how much I can say, so I'm not going to say anything, because I do know certain things about the plot. Yeah, you and know about how. Yeah, so, but I thought that those concept pieces really fleshed out what I do know about the plot in a really cool, interesting way that gets me very, very excited about the completed uh, fan film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I wish that I had my virtual uh, production studio up and running because I know that we could do a lot of the stuff that you're trying to do. Because, um, yeah. uh, like, a lot of the stuff that you do, you shoot in pra with practical effects. Yeah. You know, like, you yeah. use actual st soundstage and, you know, you use practical props. Yeah. Uh, where I think that The Mandalorian, which is why I love Star Wars. To me, Star Wars, I don't love Star Wars just for the story. You know, yeah. um, like people make, oh, he doesn't know this. He doesn't know that. What I love Star Wars is is for how it informs my philosophy on life. Right. Like, like that's why I love Star Wars. Yeah. And to me, the most important thing about Star Wars was that when I was a kid and a young adult and even an adult watching it, it wasn't just about how cool is the story. It was about how much is the art form of cinema evolving forward, you yeah. know, and the tools that come to bear because of star Wars have changed cinema, you know, and it's good to see that the Mandalorian um, is imploring tools with these virtual reality production sets that are actually, I think going to be the next evolution of film production, you know, and it's a huge step forward, especially during these Corona times where it makes it a lot more difficult to uh, shoot on location to be able to have the flexibility to do things virtually with virtual reality cameras. So I'm pretty psyched about that. Me too. What? <laughs> Mark needs a cameo in episode two. And then... <laughs> oh, God. What? Oh, what did it say? God. People are saying you need a cameo in episode two. But why a cameo? But why is that funny? 
I guess some, some guy said something else. I'll tell you later. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, anyways, episode two is going to be fun. Pretty excited for it, whenever it does happen. What? 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 what do you... <laughs> oh, you froze. That's why. Oh, did I Before freeze? You end... Yeah, you froze. And you were, like, smiling. Before you end the stream, can you answer my question? Hey, Star Wars Theory and Collider. Do you like to see an Eastern Japan inspiration planet in the Star Wars universe? Sure. Be cool. Well, I mean, Star Wars pretty much took all of its essence from the Magnificent Seven, kind of. So actually, like uh, the Kuros the Toshiro Kurosawa the stuff, the Kurosawa stuff um, that was the big inspiration to Lucas was one called the Hidden Fortress. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the Hidden Fortress um, was basically the, 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 the dynamic between them is very much the Hidden Fortress. Um, which you haven't, if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Theory, I got a Star Wars <laughs> sleeve I'd love to send to you. It'd be cool, man. Rank your favorite Star Wars novels with legends. That's a long video, dude. Should they remake Revenge of the Sith with Clone Wars animation? It would be cool to see it in the Clone Wars style. Um, no. No. Revenge of the Sith Keep is it as perfect. It is. Yeah, yeah. There's Can only one this? thing that I would change in Revenge of the Sith. There's only one thing I would change, and I've told you about this. The Jedi Temple? Yeah. 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 That would be cool. I also watch Ahsoka TV series and Cassian Andor show. Mark doesn't think the Cassian Andor show is going to happen. I don't think the Cassian Andor show is ever going to happen. Why? I mean, A, I have sources. Okay. But B, I have logic. Right. You know? And logic tells me, why I'm, would you put money into that? I'm like, excited why? for that. I think it would be cool because, I mean, look, Cassian Andor was in Rogue One, and Rogue One was sweet because it was part of the Empire. Right? So everything that happens in that show could kind of echo what's going on in the Empire at that time. And we could see Vader and Palpatine and all this stuff, and Krennic. Don't you think? doesn't have to be all about Cassian. Yeah. I don't know, man. Where are you at right now? Your your brain's somewhere else. No, no, I just got a text uh, for some work stuff, but um, it's not happening. You Maybe wanna, it is happening. You want to cut it short? No, no, no. It's all good. It's all okay. good. All right. Are you interested in a Dr. Afra movie, TV, or film adaptation? Uh, yeah, not really, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it, we can see more Vader. Disney's first she was one of the cool character, in my opinion. Also, keep up the good work, guys. Yeah. She was... She was I, I wasn't the biggest fan of that Vader comic series, yeah. But she was my favorite part about it. I thought she was actually a really interesting character. Yeah. So I'm actually Team Afra. You'd be down for that? I'd be yeah. down for that. I'd be more down for that than I would be a Cassian Andor series. What is happening with the Vader fan film? Uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Wie geht's, Esdia, mein Freund? Guys, what's happening after? is that I'm being cast. Yes. I'm being cast in it, obviously, as a character I don't know yet. Oh, some guy was like cast him as Bib Fortuna. <laughs> well, then who am I? What freaking Jabba? <laughs> the one uh, uh, You should do a video with. Oh God. I'm not saying that. K 
Can we see the Star Wars? Uh, yeah, you did. Force Ghost Luke raises up the X-Wing is my favorite scene. Okay. And Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Okay, but my issue with that is, like, then why doesn't he just hop in there and, and... I mean, he can grab lightsabers. He can move stuff with the Force. I don't... Look, here's a hot take, okay? Here's a hot take for you. I don't think the sequels are canon. You can't keep saying that. They're canon, obviously. I don't think so, dude. They're not my canon. That's yeah, not... <laughs> they're not. They're not George Lucas. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Dude, like my 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 um. We always talked about this on uh, on Rule of Two for years. It's like, what's your Star Wars wish, right? If you could have one Star Wars wish, like what would it be, right? And for me, my Star Wars wish is that George I would get Lucas an email. Is returning. It's even simpler than that. I want to get an email one day, just like I did with a certain other script, and say, hey, Mark, check it out, bro. Here's episode seven, the way that Michael Arndt and George Lucas wrote it. That'd like, that's nice. that's my Star Wars dream. Because nice. that script is out there. It's out there. Yeah. I know people that have seen it. I don't know anybody that has read it, but I know people that have seen the script and Michael Arndt still receives top screenwriter credit for Force Awakens, even though he had nothing to do with it, um, because that script was still the core script that they used to build off of uh, for The Force Awakens. We don't know what it was called. We don't know who the characters were. We don't know much about it. Um, nothing that's substantiated. But we do know the will of the that George Lucas had an outline for the next trilogy, and he wrote episode seven with Michael Arndt, yeah. uh, who wrote Toy Story 3. Um, and we know that that script was finished as a final draft. Now, that to me, man, can you froze, buddy. The trilogy. I froze? Yeah. You're freezing a lot today. You're good now. I mean, my connection's good. Do you watch Sam Witwer on Twitch? Yes, I do. I lurk in the background sometimes. My boy. Yeah, I like Sam Witwer, man. He's he's a cool guy. I love yeah. And the people are still to this day going in on him on the freaking like yeah, it's just dumb. With the great success of Fallen Order, what story would you like to see turned into a video game or return from the ashes of closed development? I would like to see you play as Vader and just hunt yeah, down. Just Jedi. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like in Force Unleashed One, where Vader is is you're playing as Vader in the beginning. That's cool, and you're like killing the Wookies. I think that would be cool to have like as a full game with the same graphics or better than Fallen Order. I was just about to say that. Number one, that's the number one game right there. Yeah, they'd make a lot of money. Oh well. Actually, you know what I would what what I would love to do is do a deal where I can remake Star Wars Galaxies and like use the same basic engine um, and the same game design and just update the combat, update the graphics and just live there, you yeah. know? Just because we got all this quarantine shit, I'll just move to, uh, I'll get a little house in Naboo, I'll get a little house in yeah. Talos 
Yeah, Maybe yeah. in Dantooine, have a little summer home in Dantooine. What would you do if they remade, if they remastered Star Wars Galaxies with the same graphics of, of you know, Fallen Order or something? I'd shit myself. I'm sorry to say the bad word uh, on, on the show, but I would literally shit myself. It would have to be pre-CU Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, no, the same game you're playing. Uh, dude, it would be like a dream come true. It would be a dream come true. Yeah, Not only for me, but I think for a lot of people. How much do you think it would cost to remaster something like that? Million dollars? Million and a half dollars? Like if I had a mil like like if I had one point five milli, I can I can update the crap out of that game. And I still might. I still might just for fun. You know how you do fan films and you spend a terrible like a crazy amount of money on that? I might spend a crazy amount of money and I have already, because I've I've done my own Star Wars Galaxy servers before. I might do a brand new server, but completely up, upgrade the graphics. Even though you can't make money from it. Even though I can't make money from it. Yeah. Because the game is that good. You know, and the, look, it's it's a 20 year old game, so the graphics are a little long in the tooth. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, what if? Yeah. It's just we can't do crowdfunders around that. That's the only hard part. You can't. Yeah. You can't. But look, it's a game that it it's the only game of Star Wars. And I would I would put Jedi Battles up there too. Jedi Battles is a mod for actually I'm sorry, it's called Movie Battles. Movie Battles is a mod for Jedi Knight um for Jedi Knight Academy. For Jedi Academy. Uh uh yeah, Jedi Academy. Um which is still pretty active. Um, but it's a mod for a game that you can buy. Star Wars Galaxies you can't really buy anymore, right? It's completely shut down. And the fact that the fans reverse engineered the code from server packets from back 20 years ago and have reverse engineered the entire game over the last 15 years to get it to a place that you can play it again, to me is mind-blowing of how much love people have for that game. You yeah. shut down Fallen Order tomorrow, Okay, there's nobody trying to rebuild Fallen Order so that you can play it, you know? Mm. So it's just like video games are, as you know, uh, you know, that's my favorite art form, you know, out of all of them. And um, I think Star Wars Galaxy is, is the greatest video game I've ever played. Um, and I've played them all. I've worked on them. Look, I, look me up. Look at the games that I've worked on, you know, and look at the yeah. jobs that I've had on them, the high-level jobs. Yeah, Rockstar in, in particular. Yeah, and Galaxies, you know, Galaxies is a serious, 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 ambitious video game that, to quote George Lucas, collapsed under the weight of its own ambition. Um, but it had ambition like nothing I'd ever seen before, and that's why I love it. Well, maybe one day, you know, we'll get something like that. Like a really cool, I don't know, MMO or something. Uh, yeah. I still think Finn should have been the Jedi. Why did they have him holding the saber on the cover of Episode Seven? One thousand percent. Yeah, dude, Finn would have been a great Jedi. One thousand percent. Finn was actually one of the first concept arts they ever let out of of, of Force Awakens, and in the concept art, he has a saber uh, hilt on. He has a saber on his like on his waist. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if in the George Lucas script. Because that, to me, sounds like a very creative angle. If in the George Lucas script, um, 
one of the Jedi in the movie is a stormtrooper turned Jedi. Cool. I feel like there it was just they didn't utilize that story too well because it's such an interesting, fresh story a stormtrooper that goes rogue in the movies. It's neat. Yeah. This guy's a sequel fanboy. Execute Order sixty six. Who? Who? <laughs> Force Ghost Luke raises up X Wing. Uh, when Luke said a Jedi's weapon deserves more respect, all Finn did is shout Ray. The absence of Luke's green lightsaber was sad. I agree. But we saw it when he tried to kill Kylo. Michael Mills, a new member. Thanks, man. Definitely agree with that Star Wars theory. With Luke, it began with two sons and ended with two sons. Makes me emotional even now. Anything with Palpatine in Episode Nine is amazing. Love your channel. Been following you for years. Have you thought about doing an episode with Obi-Wan and his feelings when Satine was killed by Maul? Hope you keep doing videos like your old stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, like, what could I say? He was sad. Why do people forget Palpatine survived in Legends 2? He did. A lot of people don't know Legends. Sound Janies, thank you. Would you ever consider reading Deceived? Has Malgus in it. Sure. If Kit Harrington were in the Star Wars world, <laughs> who would you cast him as? What a great answer. Sure. sure. Well, yeah, I mean, would you ever consider? Yeah. Sure, man. Yeah. If Kit Harrington were in the Star Wars world, who would you cast him as? I, I think don't know. Kit I Harrington would have been a good Jason Solo. Yeah. You can see that, right? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see him as Jason Solo. Ty Grenier, dude. I still have two more prints to send you. I want to finish special ink first piece to throw in. Dude, dude, Ty made these over in the corner. Which ones? Uh, right here. <laughs> Yo, dude, I don't need to see you up your nose, bro. I know, dude. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, those are dope. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Stupid thing. Anyways. Um, speaking of crowdfunders and Kickstarters and stuff like that, it's like... No, nah, I'm not going to go there. There's no way around go, it. Go there. Go there. This is you. Let's, let's, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Uh, this is dangerous territory, my friend. What is it? Is the galaxies related? No, right? No, just in general. Like, I don't know. I guess Patreon and, 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 and Super Chats are the best way to go. And merch. But yeah, I don't know, I've, I've been thinking of, of, of stopping the animations because they're not... They're not... Oh, making, I see what you yeah, mean. Yeah, they're, they're not making money, dude. I'm I, like... I, I got you. Probably in the whole, like, 15 Gs or so. I got you. I got you. But I, I look, I love... I love the Vader one. I thought the Vader one was great. Yeah, you know, I thought it was smart. Yeah, I thought it was quick to the point. Um, I thought it was really good, man. Yeah. I thought the Vader, you know, with the little taking the shit on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's how I feel like a Star Wars fan. Sometimes. Yeah, they just, they just don't get enough views. That's all. You I know, mean, the older ones do a little bit, but I think they're funny. I think they're little funny, you know, whatever's. Um... Because, you know what? Because like you said it beautifully. It's it's very poetic. I think the Star Wars sequels. Okay, to quote the great David Chase, it's like somebody took a shit on your head and then made <laughs> What the hell? And then said, Hey, thanks for the hat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like and at the yeah. end of that uh, little uh, animation, the what happens to Vader, I don't want to spoil it, but you should go watch it. Um that's how I feel that's how I think every Star Wars fan feels. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's well. I mean, me. wait, but but literally, the inspiration from that was Ryan Johnson. I mean, just, we just you know, because I've been doing that series, you know, this with episode nine logic or episode eight logic or whatever, and it's like just taking stuff that he wrote and just applying it to the other stuff, the other content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star it's Wars, yeah, it's, it's like, brilliant. This is literally it's... the exact same thing. There's no difference. You get no argument from hey, me. Hey, you know, Vader throws Young, it over his yeah. shoulder because he's done with the Jedi. And Luke yeah. threw it over his shoulder because he's done with the Jedi. You tell me what's the difference there. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Anyways, I don't know. If you guys want to support the channel, go to my Patreon or throw me a super chat. That's that's all I got to say because some of these projects are coming to an end, my friend. Opinion on flashback sequence, The Rise of Skywalker, Luke, Leia. Oh, I think that was one of the coolest scenes. Luke and Leia fighting? Right, Mark? Yeah. No? You're not down for it? The, I think... Well, I'm down you're... for it. I'm down for it. It's cool to see, you know? Um, you... But, you know, dude, I think The Rise of Skywalker is by far the worst Star Wars movie ever made. No. I think so. By far. You like, it's not even it... close. It's you didn't like close. it more than The Last Jedi? I think. I feel like your whole you, perception changed once you spent like two hours with Ryan Johnson, man. You're like no, a buddy no, now. That's not You've fair. been converted. I, I can't deal with The Last Jedi. I'm telling you right now, I've only yeah. seen The Last Jedi twice. Okay, yeah, I've never yeah. been able to sit through it again. No. I've seen Revenge of the Sith three times this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I can't sit through Last Jedi. Yeah. I cannot sit through. I, I I saw Rise of Skywalker twice. One because we did an opening night screening with Collider. And I had to be there. And I went to the premiere. I saw it twice. I've tried to watch it again. I can't sit through it. It's like I skip around. And even when I skip around, I can't find a good spot. Yeah. Like Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker are both crap. Um, I liked episode I nine. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah, which is totally cool, dude. And, well, and, and dude, let me, let me before you. Yeah, yeah, go, given, ahead, go ahead. Given what we were given in episode eight, I think it's cool. So let that, let that stand. 1,000%. I get it. I feel you. I feel you. But look, we've talked about this to death, okay? And I forgot how we even started down this path. You're going down a path I cannot follow. Yeah. Okay? But, like, the bottom line is, dude, is that we're here for Star Wars, you know? Right. And And I get more of a kick out of watching fan-made Star Wars stuff than I do the real stuff because fan-made Star Wars stuff even though it might not be perfect, it's imagining what Lucas would have done with it, you know? Right. Um, for me, Star Wars Galaxies is a game that, when it came out, unfortunately, it was overshadowed because, A, it was very difficult to play, okay? Extremely complicated game. But WoW came out, and WoW came out with guns a-blazing. Mm. You know? It's like... Like, Star Wars Galaxies had the biggest, most powerful MMO ever made. And then here comes WoW and says, you know, hold my beer. Yeah. You know? And, like, and, and you couldn't compete with it. And then the money they were spending on Galaxies was three times the money they were spending on WoW. So, long story short, my point is, I love the idea of doing what you do for fan films for old school Star Wars video games. There's another game out there that I love called Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. I don't know. If, did you ever play that game? 
It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece of of storytelling. And Indiana Jones is always my guy. Like I love Indiana Jones, you know. And this is one of the greatest games I think ever made in terms of a story, like an awesome story of of Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Remake that thing, you know. But I know if I do that, Disney is just going to come after me and try to kill me, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm kidding. I, I they're not really going to try to kill me, but you know, like. Yeah. Look, and I love Disney, man. Disney helps helps me out. They help my company out. They're, they're, they're good to my company. But, like, Star Wars, we need Star I, Wars. I love to Disney, too. I just I wish they didn't see me as, like, a enemy or, like, a threat or a whatever, you know, just because I have a, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to say big mouth, just a, I don't censor myself, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I gotta one day talk to someone. Someone theory. Up there. <laughs> theory looks hella bored. God, they always say that. That's just my face. Did are you bored doing Ruler Two, man? Do you want to keep doing it? I love Ruler Two. What are you talking about? Yeah, these guys are saying you look hella bored. No, man. You, all you guys right here uh, uh, that are here still, nineteen hundred of you. Thank you so much for joining. Um, yeah. We're not done yet, but um, and for the I'm Rula releasing Two fan some that new. Made this shirt. Thank I'm, you. I made I made a shirt. I have a few shirts like that. Oh, do you? Yeah, I have one in the in, in my closet over there. I got to show you guys. I'm making some new hats. Uh, they're gonna be a special, so just like the amethyst drop. So I want you guys to be aware. Of, you know, just put your pennies away. All right, just save your pennies up. It's coming. They're gonna be really good. Hopefully, I get a free one. You do get a free one. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Yes. Have you thought about reading, recording an audiobook? You can do the voices and have the fire for it. Uh, <laughs> if I get hired. Oh. You know what, dude? Before we go, can I talk about one thing on the show that I want to talk about? Yeah, we don't have to go, man. Okay. I, everybody in the chat who saw uh, the, um, what if George, what what if Vader had captured uh, Luke uh, in Empire Strikes Back fan fiction, type one, because um, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, okay. okay. I said first of all, I thought it was very very well done. Okay. Thanks, I was really I was really inspired by it i thought it was a lot of fun i Thank thought you. it was a lot of fun um what what's your process in going through that because like what 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 impressed me the most about that was the voicings you know like all the different voices and like it did feel like an audiobook you know it did have an audiobook vibe to it you know like almost mm -hmm. like a radio show you know like have you ever thought about maybe doing that maybe um like you know I, I've, I've thought about so here's the thing with fan fiction is that they, they take so long to make. Um, so I've thought about this many times is that what if I just had the voices and the sounds but no picture? If you guys would be down for that and then later I could release you know it with pictures, type one. Because if that's the case, I could release a fan fiction literally like four times a week. No problem. Easy. Um, but the thing is I like to make it like a movie. But my, my process with that is... Uh, if an idea comes to me, I just kind of roll with it. And I've always had this ability to just once, literally once I start typing, it just doesn't stop. And it just goes and goes and goes until the point where it's done. And then I'll go back and I'll maybe change a few things. Or while I'll be recording it, I'll change a few things on the fly. And then I'll just keep going and pick up, you know, jump a couple lines and then pick up where the story would continue. Uh, and then... 
I would edit them myself, which now I have an editor. Shout out to my editor, Star Wars Elseworlds. He is amazing, uh, and he really frees up my time for the gaming channel and, and all the other stuff that I'm trying to do right now. So whenever I can't get around to editing videos, I still edit a lot myself, but when I can't get to it, he edits a lot of those. So he edited that, that fan fiction um, with the pictures and everything, and it was great. And then the voices, I just go in there, and I, I have modulators, and I just I change up my voice. It's literally the same thing I've been doing since I started the channel four years ago, almost now. So that's cool. Yeah, they're my because favorite like, did thing. you ever see? Did you ever see any of the old Star Wars radio plays? Did you ever hear any of the old radio plays? I have heard some of the radio plays. Yeah, I thought the radio plays are really cool. You know, it's like, you know, maybe like, would it be fun to do a radio play of the Duel of the Fates? You know, would it be fun to do a radio play of? You know, our own version of Obi-Wan, you know? We could do a radio play, and, and I could send it to my sound guy, and he could make it um, a radio play. He could make it, like, legit. So I think you, we you, guys are, you guys are typing one for, for that? Or you, you guys would be down if I just upload, like, a black screen or just, like, the logo or whatever, and, and it's just my voice, but you're going through the story? I feel like it's so lazy, but, it, I mean, it saves so much time. I don't know. It's up to you. If you guys are down for that type one, I could do that. But yeah, Mark, I'd be down for that, dude. Yeah, like maybe we go cross collabo here, and we do a radio play of Duel of the Fates. You know, like I think that, that would be a lot of fun, man. I think that you know that would be a lot of fun. We have so many great actors: Josh Robert Thompson, Jamie Costa. You yeah. do good voices. You know, um, like we could we could do some fun stuff. You know, and I don't know. It's just like. I just don't want Star Wars to go the direction it's going without a little resistance from the fans, you know? Like, it needs a little resistance. I think it's going in a fine direction. I think everything after I, the sequels, I think it's it's doing well, no? I agree, I agree. Mando, like Clone, Clone Wars. Mando, Mando, Clone Wars, that's all we have. That's all yeah. we have right now. Yeah, yeah. So those two are looking... Look, I think if Dave Filoni has full control, I think we're fine. That's it. If Dave Filoni is our guy leading everything, I think we are okay. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. With the support of Di like the support of Disney and the high ups and like they don't need they don't need Disney. They never needed Disney. The only reason George sold Star Wars, if we're being real, and I'm gonna be real, is because the fans are assholes. The fans were so toxic towards him for the prequels. He didn't want anything to do with it anymore. And he said this so many times that he sold it. Because he, he couldn't do what he wanted to do anymore. He want, he had to do it a certain way, the f way certain fans wanted it. And he, that wasn't fun for him anymore, so he got rid of it. It is our fault that he sold it, sold this franchise. Not my fault, man. I loved it. Our fault as fans. I mean, as a collective. Our failure. It's, it was our not our fault, our failure. It is our failure, yeah. So... Because we couldn't enlighten the people. That and didn't... and you, you can almost see the, the pain in his eyes. You know, I remember I went to the, the 20th anniversary for the Phantom Menace at Star Wars Celebration. There was a panel there that not everyone went to, but a lot of people went to. And he had a special, mes special message just for that panel. It was like on his phone. It was on the fly and it was super quick. And they put it on the screen and I teared up. It was very heartfelt. He's like, he's like, all of you who are here uh, means that you... We're part of the Phantom Menace. You love the Phantom Menace, and I I love you all, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it was like the prequels were his children, right? And he made that, and he got so much damn hate for them that people just 
pushed him away from it, and he sold it. And as he said to the Charlie Rose guy, or whatever his name is, sorry, uh, but he said he sold it to the white slavers. And he later went, you know, to apologize for what he said about that. But look, he said what he said, and he meant it. Stuff. Look, it's heavy stuff. So it's heavy stuff. So on that note, um, we. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Let's go play some Call of Duty, baby. Let's go play some COD. No, we gotta we gotta finish that heist in yo, GTA. Yo, uh, uh, stream that... starting in about forty-five minutes in the game well, channel. All right, cool. So look, you want to join uh, in for GTA Five? Yeah. Um, dude, we spent probably... five hours prepping for this heist, dude. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. But, <laughs> but um, I do want to shout out all the folks uh, from the channel that have come over to watch me play Galaxies. Thank you so much. And keep bugging Theory. One day he will join me in the game and we'll set him up with his lightsaber and stuff like that. And we'll go run around and maybe we can do some PvP. Um, but you know, if you want to, if you want to check that out, Collider Games, you know, go, go over there. We're, we're doing galaxies and I'm thinking about actually playing some of the old star Wars games too. Like, um, like, uh, like the old school, like X-Wing, Rogue Squadron. Um, you should do some giveaways whenever we do rule of two, do some giveaways on your gaming channel Just say, Hey guys, you know, come subscribe. Um, just like I did with my fast facts channel. I gave away 200 bucks to just oh, one, yeah? one random person. Yeah. She's like, yo, go over there. Maybe at the next rule of two, or even this one, if you want. There's still 1,800 people here, but um, in the beginning of the next one, you can always be like, yo, go to Collider Games or whatever, and I'll give away, I don't know, 50 bucks or Amazon gift card or whatever. Yeah, first of all, it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, and, like, look, I, I, um, I want Collider Games to have that vibe that we have whenever we game out, where it's just fun, chill, and, like, we do a lot of exploring of our old favorite games, you know? Like right now you're playing GTA five. That's a you know, that's a seven year old game. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's kinda like it's a little throwback, you know? It is, yeah. Put a PvP of me doing the voices for my fan fix. Oh yeah, um, that's an interesting idea. I thought of that. We have a lot of super chats I didn't get to. I feel like a complete jerk. Oh, do you? Uh hold on. Uh people Tons, are asking what yeah. my channel is. It's Collider Games. I'll just, just write do, about that. Do, no, I can uh post it right here in the in the just go into YouTube, type in Collider Games. Can't go wrong. Um, but um, God, I wanted to say something. Um, my gaming channel is is uh, uh, Theories Arcade Games. It's linked in my sidebar. Um, anyway, uh, good stuff, man. I look forward to the next to the next week. But um, oh, somebody asked, how do you play Star Wars Galaxies? Uh, you go to swglegends.com and you just figure it out from there. What are we gonna do about it's these super chats, man? I gotta read these. Go for it. Go for it. There's so many. We're gonna be here for another like 20 minutes. How many are they? A lot. All right. Well, <laughs> I, we gotta. We can't. We can't. We can't. Like you know, the fans are. Yeah. You know, we gotta do the right thing, man. Yeah. That's what keeps us alive. It is. Yeah. Okay. So. Here we go. I feel like you already read that one. Yeah, that's why I'm like going. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, stop spamming, uh, okay. and uh, moderator, step up your game today, bro. We got we got a lot of spammers. 
<laughs> Why didn't Dooku have Sith eyes? He killed Jedi, bled a crystal, a fun, and used dude. the Sith lightning. Is there a difference between a fallen Jedi and a legit Sith? But Vader had Sith eyes. What do you think? There is a big difference. So Dooku didn't really care. He he wasn't full of that amount of hatred. He just didn't agree with the politics of the Jedi. So he was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to the other side. And his idea of becoming a Sith wasn't really the same idea as Vader. or uh, like I couldn't see Dooku killing children. I couldn't see him really embodying the Sith doctrine uh, the, the way you know Maul does or Palpatine does. Vader, we know, turned to the dark side for his obvious reasons, but Dooku turned to the dark side because the light side was lame, because he wasn't involved with the politics that the Jedi were constantly regurgitating from the Senate and the Republic. And so that's why when Palpatine coaxed him into the dark side, he was like, okay, yeah, yeah I've been thinking about it for a while, so I'm going to do it. Mark- yeah, I did. I think, first of all, I think, I, I think that's a great explanation. It's a great explanation. Mark gets quiet when you pull up other tabs. What does that mean? When you mess around with your computer, it mutes my audio. Oh, got it. Whenever you show us pictures, we can't hear Mark because this is going back. Can you guys make it so fans can talk with us too? Can fans can talk with you too? Yeah, so we got to figure that out. Yeah, we're going to figure that out. We're going to try to figure that out for, uh, for, next, for the week. next episode. Yeah, yeah. you guys can call in. We got you. We got you. Maybe you have some like collider number they can call. Yeah. Eight five seven five six zero nine. Whatever. It is. What are y'all's top five favorite characters? All right, uh, I'll go first real quick. Okay. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, me too. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Me too. Uh, Darth Sidious. Me too. Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. And Han Solo. Okay. Uh, mine after that is Qui-Gon. And... Probably Maul. Yeah, Maul's awesome. Do you know where you get your Star Wars novels online? Uh, Amazon. Amazon, yeah. baby. Yeah. There's a Revenge of the Sith watch party with Cameron Monaghan and Ashley Eckstein on IGN tomorrow. Okay, well, I wish they would have come to us. Yeah. Why'd they go on IGN? Yeah. You ever so. read the last of the... Why, why did they do that? <laughs> the, anyway. the true Star Wars fandom's here, baby. Like, Thanks for the heads up. Whoever whoever wrote that, thanks for the heads up. We uh, appreciate it. Cassidy Sinclair. <laughs> oh, he's, he's always really active on my uh, on my gaming channel. Who, Cass- Cassidy? Cassidy, are you... Uh, I always get confused. Is Cassidy a guy's name or a girl's name? It can be both, right? It can go both ways. Go both it can ways. go both there ways. There are a lot of girls gender, on my gaming channel. It's gender channel, neutral. It's a gender neutral. A lot of girls on my gaming channel. It's very surprising. Yeah, there's a dude, there's a lot of gamer girls. Uh, you yeah. know, Star Wars, e- even on Galaxies. Yeah. Um, cool. You know, there's a lot of gamer girls. Yeah. On COD, every time we're playing COD, yeah, we, we, and we get shot, it's yeah. like hey, you know, like like yeah, like, we kill yeah. them. Yeah, they're they're like like ah! or they kill, or they kill us. They're like I hate you. But it's usually like some like eight year old girl or whatever. Right, Kotor right. remaster is what we truly need. That's true. Love your channel, dude. Keep up the great work, but thank you. Arigato. Uh, Steve says, I love Star Wars Galaxies. Played on Cory, Master BH, and Jedi after mastering every prof in the game. Still play sometimes. If Mark recreates, I'm in. People love it because you choose your adventure. Yeah, so um, so right now on my games channel, Collider Games, 
on YouTube. Uh, everybody who joins in the chat can play with us. So we have a bunch of folks that are have joined up. Uh, we got, you know, we're trying to build a, a guild called the Rule of Two Army. We're actually taking over somebody else's guild. We're pretending to be nice, and then we will execute Order 66 on their guild and take over. Rise um, up, gamer girls. Yeah, <laughs> type one if you're a gamer girl. Yeah, rise up, gamer girls. Rise. Thanks for saying that, Lindsay. Lol, simping. Man, you just think it. Don't turn me to the dark side. Not today, buddy. Hey, yeah. Theory and Mark. Hope y'all are doing well. Shout out to the mods in the community. Love this podcast. May the force be with. Thanks, Parth. May the force Thanks, be with. Thanks, buddy. Man. Appreciate your five bucks. Do you think the last scene in the Clone Wars was after Vader felt Ahsoka in Rebels the first time? No. Say it again. Say it again. The the scene at the end of Clone Wars. Do you think that's when Vader felt Ahsoka for the second time? Or, or sorry, do you think it's after Vader felt Ahsoka in Rebels? Enjoy no. the content. Let the haters hate. They just want to be you. I don't know if they want to be me, but thanks, bro. Adrian says, uh, "Keep up the good work." Theory sequels aren't as good as the prequels and the o or the OT. There are many flaws in both, but they're all good. Hopefully, we can podcast together. Definitely, man. Thank you for your twenty. Yeah, bucks. brother. I appreciate that. Mattress says, uh, the, the last Jedi, the past Jedi were not Sith. Wait, the past Jedi were not with Rey, as with Kylo, the Jedi that Rey heard at the end were the Emperor as everyone, as every voice she had ever heard. And, oh, could you imagine that? That's a good theory. What? That's a really good theory, Mattress. Uh, Mattress yeah, sent me like a good that. email, but yeah, that, uh, all those Jedi were just every voice that she has ever heard inside her head. Because of Palpatine. Wow, that's a good theory. My boy. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that. I that's like cool. That. Yeah, that's cool, man. I like that. Theory, what would you like to see for Star Wars in 10 years? Also, will Vader 2 be longer than Vader 1? Yeah, and we'll probably get a Vader 3 as well. But um, keep sending those super chats, baby. Keep buying the merch. It's, can't stress it enough. Keep going on my Patreon. Support the channel. Support Fast Facts, <laughs> my other channel that no one knows about. It would have been really cool to see Darth Vader and Maul fight in the last season of Clone Wars, and I really love your content. Keep up. Yeah, apparently Vader was supposed to kill Maul in Rebels. Yeah. That was the original. Shaman McLammy, thank you. Bryce says, should Lucasfilm make R-rated Vader film? Uh, no. I, I, in terms of violence, yeah, that'd be cool. But... It's not like we haven't seen that in Star Wars already. We've gotten beheadings, you know, behandings, be armings, be leggings. Yeah, um, and being set and on I fire. thought I thought Clone Wars is R-rated to a degree in terms of the violence. I know it's made for kids, kind of, not really, but season three, season four, season five of Clone Wars, when Clone Wars is at its top of its game, it's an incredibly violent show. Um, more people die in Clone Wars than in all the movies. Um, and I really love how in that final episode, or I think it was the penultimate episode, where Darth Maul is just slicing those people up when he's walking down the hall yeah. uh, and just cutting people up with like the debris of the of the walls yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was really cool. That's, that's the Clone Wars that we've always gotten. And I love that post-Disney, they didn't try to, soften the edges of it because rebels was softer than clone wars i gotta and i gotta tell I gotta, go I gotta tell you something about disney and lucasfilm from apparently what from what i've been told by uh, uh someone that works there allegedly who knows who knows who these guys are i can't fact check them really 
Um, apparently, Disney and Lucasfilm aren't as close as most people think. They just kind of do their own thing, and, and Disney, you know, sort of sometimes will try to govern from what I gathered from this guy's emails. But, uh, yeah. They're, they're, I don't know. I have pretty strong connections in there on both sides. It's like Disney has Pixar, its animation division, the MCU, and Star Wars. And Star Wars is a big, 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 big deal to Bob Iger. I know I know he left, now he's back. Um, there is a lot of oversight between Disney and Lucasfilm. And I've actually heard that a lot of the big, big decisions have not been made by Kathleen Kennedy, but were actually made by Iger. So I don't know if I buy that, that it's just like, it's like a company that you own that you kind of let do its own thing. I think um, there's a lot of interaction between the two entities right. at the highest level. What, what I got from this email and from this guy is that they hired, they purged a lot of people that worked at Lucasfilm once they, once Disney bought them and they put in their own people, their own guys and girls and their own talent. And then that's why now it's, you know, they just kind of let them do their own thing a little bit, but it's still primarily governed by a lot of the people that Disney hired for Lucasfilm. I see what you mean. So, so like Bob Iger's team that he put in place there. Yeah. 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 And this guy was saying that he survived. He called it the Disney purge and he survived it because he's still working there. But good for him, dude. It must be a yeah. great place to work. <laughs> you know, that's my first job. That, that was the job. That was my dream job as a kid. I wanted to be a, a VFX animator for uh, Star Wars. Yeah. For ILM. Yeah. Yeah. For Lucasfilm. <laughs> All right, well, look, man, we're running on 85 minutes. This actually might be the longest Rule of Two in the history of Rule of Two. Um, so we, we still got so many more Super Chats, baby. We got to keep going. How many more you got? We got a good, we got a good bit. All right, keep going. It would have been really cool to see Darth Vader. Yeah, we got that one. All right, Shaman, thank you. Should Lucasfilm make our rate? We got that. Sorry to bother you about this, bro. This dude, Mike Zero, has been talking about George, Dave, and Kev are going to fix the sequels. What's your thoughts? I feel he's just trying to get subs, but I hope it's true. Uh, look, Mike Zero was always really nice to me um, for the most part, but I don't, we don't talk. Once I made my fan film, the guy went cold. He just went completely silent. So I haven't talked to him. I don't know what's going on. I haven't watched his videos about it. Uh, I really don't know anything. But um, if George and Dave and, and, and Kevin Feige, I assume, you're saying, uh, are going to fix the sequels or are going to come back? Man, that'd be cool. That'd be a dream team. That'd be great. Uh, Kevin Feige, again, I don't know what his background is with Star Wars. I just know he's great at Marvel. So, you know, as long as these guys are really good with Star Wars, great. You know, and we know George and Dave are, so. More Rule of Two, my guys. Keep it going. <laughs> Thanks, Jedi Knight. Dijo. So, Liddy, thank you. Nathan says, I need a second public... Republic Commando. I need to see Delta Squad in Order 66 and live through them having to deal with killing their Jedi and struggling. It's yeah, a great game. That's another game that maybe we should play. Republic Commando. I'd it's a great down. game. I'd be down. It's a I, great game. I love Star Trek. Hashtag ST. Let's go chat. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love I love Star, Star Trek, Trek too, too, man. Yeah. I love Star Trek. Yeah. Hello from Switzerland. A suggestion. It would be cool to invite a fan with lower knowledge once a month or every second time. Rule of two. Yeah, yeah we're, cool. we're, we're going to figure out how to do calls. We're going to figure out how to do calls. Why Maul wasn't able to use Force Lightning? 
Uh, he, I actually don't know the actual answer to that, but I do know that he liked to kill his enemies up close he, and personal. He ran out of skill. Yeah, and he ran out of skill points. He used all his skill points on his other stuff. <laughs> yeah, but he he was a savage, so he liked to really kill his enemies with his blade, and he wasn't really taught. He wasn't really akin to using lightning or the force as much, except you know, yeah. in Solomon Clone Wars. KT Tekuv Seven says, "Have you had time to watch episode one since Dave's speech?" No, I haven't. No, I want to do an episode one watch through with all you guys, a little watch party. Mall is cool. Actually, let me know what time works best for you guys right now in the comments. Mall is cool. Thank you, Trey. Appreciate that 10 bucks, man. Steven says, love theory. Uh, your content is absolutely amazing, and I drive every day to watch them. We need to have a movie watch party soon. Yeah, that's funny. I just said that. Weird. George is not working with Lucasfilm full-time, and if they were, George isn't someone who focuses on the past. He wouldn't waste his time on that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, like I said, I don't know where he gets the sources from and his info, but... Uh, Best best of luck to him. Hey guys, I really enjoy watching y'all every week. Thanks, X Trooper. And that's it for the soups. Still eighteen hundred be here. Thank you guys. We appreciate you. We love you. It's the longest rule of two we've done, I think. And uh, it breaks the record. Man. Ninety records minutes. Records are meant to be broken. Yeah, baby. Records um, are meant to be broken, baby. Go check out Collider Games. Mark streams there every day. He's doing Star Wars Galaxies. Join his community there and join my community on the gaming channel. Where eventually me and Mark are going to link up and not just play COD, but uh, play some Galaxies as well. So Yeah, dude, and like, I, I'd love to play some of the old Star Wars games, like Empire at War. Yeah. Um, Empire at War is a lot of fun. There's a prequel mod that's a lot of fun for Empire at War. I didn't know that. Um, I'd love to play... Um, I think maybe playing through Jedi Knight could be a lot of fun, the Kyle Katarn storyline. Um, and then maybe even playing some of the old school games, like... Um like uh, what? What was that really cool uh, Super Nintendo? Uh, um, oh, oh, oh! N64, uh, yeah, Shadows of the Empire. No, 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 yeah, yeah, that's on 64. But on the Super Nintendo, Super Star Wars. I don't know if you remember that. That was a lot of fun too, man. I remember that one? Yeah. So anyway, there's so much stuff in Star Wars that we can dig into. Yeah, man. You know, like there's a lot of stuff out yeah. there. It'd be fun. Cool. All right, boys and girls, thanks for joining. See you in the next rule of two. Until then, remember, rise, my friends. My boy.